Hey everybody, it's Ophira Eisenberg. So we knew when we brought John Cameron Mitchell onto our show, it would be a lot of fun. I am a huge fan of him and Hedvig and the Angry Inch. If you have not seen it, you should go, uh, or you can rent the movie. But it basically it's the touching story of a transgender East German rock star. It won four Tonys in 2014. John has seen it all. He is a 20-year theater veteran, and we talked about how things have changed on Broadway. What do you like better, Broadway in 1998 or Broadway in 2014? What do you think you said, Marissa? I'm going to go with 1998. Interesting. John? She's right. Yeah? She's right. Yes. Why is that? Well, some, some things were... You know, I'd like to maybe change that. <laughs> don't, don't change it. Don't change it. Don't, I won't change it Too for her. Too much Disney now. You know, I don't... I, it's, once, some things are better and some aren't, because we wouldn't have been on, head, on Broadway now, uh, back then. That's true. But then we are less cool now that we're on Broadway. I don't know that that's true, but I got to tell you, the audience was a mixed bag when I saw it a couple weeks ago. Really? Yeah. In a yeah. good way? Ah, uh, there were lots of awesome queer people, and yeah. then there were really strange heterosexual couples from like Long Island. Who I had, love that, but they mix, had though. no idea what the show was Hedvig about. Hedvig is an umbrella. It was, you know, they were very surprised. But that—that that is true. That but is that's true. the perfect way to see it: is with yes. a group of people who. I sat beside a woman who had no idea what it was about. We gave her, there's a joke program at the show. We gave her the joke program and said, this is a joke program. And she started reading. She goes, this is for a different show. We're like, no, it's a joke. Like, we're like, just enjoy. Right, because performing in the Hurt Locker musical set. Right, because she can't afford her own set, so she's using the old set of the theater, uh, which is the Hurt Locker musical. So... And brilliant, these brilliant playbills are littered around the theater that are just hilarious for yeah. the Hurt Locker. So, but 1998 was better, ultimately, because uh, you didn't have to start a TV show to be a Broadway star. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm yeah. no, no, dis, no diss to Neil Patrick Harris, because he is a theater guy through and through. But, like, back then, there, I mean, there still are some Broadway stars, you know, Patti LuPone, Nathan Lane, but... It was like, I really liked the time when it was like you could just do theater and not have to do anything else. And, you know, it is changing a bit that way. Do you think the f- film, the film came out in 2001? Yeah. Would, it, that, would that film be made now? Do you no, think? not no? at that budget with me as the star. <laughs> just because it needs... Uh... It would be Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> no. And it would be a very courageous performance. <laughs> right? She would be nominated. That's right. That's right. For, she would be nominated, if only for her courage. <laughs> and the transformation. The, the transformation. transformation. And her, you know, she would be an ally. <laughs> <laughs> she, may, she is an ally. Um, but, you know, it, it is weird. The independent film terrain has changed a lot because of the economy and the, the, uh, just the, what people watch now. You know, it's like, it's weirdly, making an independent film is harder now than it has been in 20 years. So, like, everybody wants to make a TV series now. That's true. So, but the conclu- I'm just figuring out the conclusion. The conclusion is Hedvig off-Broadway happened specifically to that time 
and probably never would have happened at a different time, we're supposing. Right. The movie happened in that time, probably would have happened in their time, right. and the Broadway show happened at the perfect time, too. You kind of nailed the yeah. times. Well, it, it was weird. It, also because uh, it, New Line Cinema did the film, and, and Bob Shea, who headed New Line Cinema, that was a time when one person was really in charge of a studio, which doesn't happen anymore either. He directed me in a, in a movie in the 80s called Book of Love, and remembered me from that. So he was like, it was a kind of a family kind of thing. I'm gonna help, I'm gonna make, help you make this movie. You don't need any stars, I just want you in it. He was also making Lord of the Rings and betting the farm on, on that. So he, weirdly, we kind of came in under the shadow of Lord of the Rings. <laughs> in the crack of doom. I think Lord of the Rings sees it differently. I think yeah. they think they came under the shadow Aww, of you. thank you. Okay, number two. Wow, okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We're having a good time hanging the out. Editor's oh, yeah, editor's like an furiously okay, editing over there. And if you would like to hear questions two through five, stay tuned for the full episode with John Cameron Mitchell coming this Thursday. 